Hello and welcome to Real Living. This is Lavinia Spirito with Mary Lou Nemechek. And we have a treat today. Mary Lou's been telling us about devotion to scripture and the importance of scripture in her life. And uh, we want to hear more, St. Mary Lou. Well, you know, I haven't, this talk that I'm giving, you're like the the, the test case because yeah. I haven't gone through it yet. So, Good. you know. I'm trying to get through all the material, and and you can you can tell me what you think later on. What is that? Where, where are you going to give this talk? At the charismatic gathering at Christ the King. Okay. And um, it's always fun to be there and give talks because sometimes you feel like you're preaching to to the choir, but you know if you can provide one nugget, if you can encourage mm -hmm. one person, That's it's right. worth it. And as Amen. I told you, you know, putting this together, it's not. It's not the amount of material. It's the amount, amount of material that you have to leave out. That's right. So I'm kind of picking and choosing what I think would work. And as we ended the, the last show, I was talking about what our true identity is. Mm -hmm. It really is sainthood. And we, That's need right. to, we need to concentrate on, on that because it's through the word that you know, the door to sanctity, holiness, sainthood is found. Um, and I think some people... Um, need to be reminded that scripture is our deposit of faith and they don't some sometimes they don't understand the the parts of scripture they're they're kind of intimidated by it i don't want to be a bible scholar i don't need to know all this stuff i just need to know the basics you know i just need to know that it's a complete we have the complete canon of scripture through the church we have 46 books in the Old Testament, 27 in the New. We have a total of 73. We have mm -hmm. more books than our Protestant brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. The tradition, the apostolic tradition, it's a three-legged stool. We have scripture, we have the tradition, we have the magisterium. And the tradition goes back to the apostolic tradition. That's right. Everything was passed on by the apostles to, to everyone. No one, when Jesus arose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, they didn't start writing scripture. Mm -hmm. That came later. That's so you right. Had to, you had to rely on all of this. And they all told the same story. And there's, I think there's um, actually about 40 authors, or a little over 40, in, through the whole of scripture. But it is inspired. We have to remember that. And um, Inspired by who? Inspired by the Holy Spirit, by God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. That's right. Um, and that tradition comes from the Latin word meaning handing over. So that apostolic tradition handed over everything that we needed to be put into Scripture. And then when we talk about the magisterium of the church, we're, we're just talking about those, the church making sure that everything is without error. If we have to go back and question something or see where something came from, that's what we rely on. That's right. So the church is a three-legged stool. So when you're studying scripture, you learn about all these others. And you learn that the, the kerygma, which is the preaching the good news, is what it's all about. That is the foundation of it. And when you're into scripture, the books are, are not structured to be read in chronological order. That's right. And I remember when we started the Bible study, we started with Luke. And mm -hmm. why did we start with Luke? Because it was a gospel that people recognized. That's right. And they felt comfortable with it. But the, and it was written to the Gentiles, and we're the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, there are many references 
to the Old Testament. So you're going back and forth. And in Bible study, we're so blessed to have the catechism, which we use as references. Mm -hmm. And um, in that structure that, that I grew in, in faith and knowledge of Scripture, in using the, the catechism and the Bible, we, ha we had lessons. And that's how we would put together, answer questions, and then share them in small group. I think that is the strongest way to grow in Scripture is to be with a group of people answering questions because hmm. as I led groups, you know, what one person's answer you may think is not for you and it's not. It's yeah. for the person sitting across from right. you. Right. And that's how we all grow. And we've all seen the fruits of that mm -hmm. through things that people have done, other ministries that they've become involved in, how um, conversions have happened. It's and, and we even... You know, had people that were not Catholic attend the Bible study mm -hmm. and grow in that. So there's, you know, the 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 fact that we have the total composite of faith in our church means a lot, and we sh we should value that and use it. Um, and you know, the the Bible when we're and, and you're the one giving the lectures on all this, not me. So I don't know why I'm talking. But, you know, they're narrative and supplemental books. Um, it, the Bible has its own liter literary structure and purpose and content and theme. You know, there's um, if you look at the types of biblical writing, you're going to find myth, poetry, biblical history, gospel, mm -hmm. apocalyptic literature. Um, Revelation is, is one of those books that I have to study over and over again to get a grasp That's of it. That's right, yeah. Um, but each and every book has something to teach us, mm -hmm. something to say. That's right. Um, and, and the Psalms in particular are, are really written for mm -hmm. us. You know, all the other, all, all the other, um, things in Bible are there to, to, are for us, to teach us, to instruct us, but the Psalms speak to us and for us. And I think that, um. In particular, they're, they're a special uh, love that I have. Um, so, so in essence, you know, we have to be open to Scripture. We have to have some knowledge of it. Right. We have to um, take into account that through Scripture, we grow. We grow in prayer. We grow in devotion. We grow in relationship with, with God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We understand our calling as the apostles are called to go out and bring others into the faith, to pray with others, that we have gifts just like the apostles have, that we have, we can pray over people for healing. Mm -hmm. We can have gifts of knowledge. Um, we can have a special prayer tongue you know the gift of tongues that's you, right you know there there are all sorts of things that as you're in scripture it keeps expanding and expanding and expanding mm -hmm. and um this is something that you've experienced i've experienced perhaps not to the extent that you have but i'm going to keep plodding along Amen. i'm going to keep you know toiling the soil here to keep going I love it in, in um, John twenty one twenty five when 
when you think that you know you've got all this information he says but there are also many other things with with which Jesus did were every one of them yeah. to be written i suppose that the world itself could not contain the book that's that right. would be ri- written yeah and i can't wait till i'm on the other side of the veil to find that's out right. all those things that's right you know we're given what we need and and it's you know it's a gift that we have to eat chew on take it mm-hmm. to our hearts mm-hmm. share with others I found something interesting. This is this is called Wisdom from Others. And let me read mm-hmm. it to you, Lavinia. You haven't heard this. The Bible contains the mind of God, the state of man, the way of salvation, the doom of sinners, and the happiness of believers. Its doctrines are holy. Its precepts are binding. Its histories are true. And its decisions are immutable. Mm. Read it to be wise. Believe it to be safe and practice it to be holy. It contains light to direct you, food to support you, and comfort to cheer you. It's the traveler's map, the pilgrim's staff, the pilot's compass, the soldier's sword, and the Christian's charter. Here too heaven is opened and the gates of hell disclosed. God is is its grand subject, our good its design, and the glory of God its end. It should fill the memory, rule the heart, and guide the feet. Read it slowly, frequently, and prayerfully. It's a mind of wealth, a paradise of glory, and a river of pleasure. Wow. It is given to you in life, will be opened at the judgment, and be remembered forever. It involves the highest responsibility, rewards the greatest labor, and will condemn all who trifle with its sacred contents. You will never guess where this came from. Where did you get that? This is the introduction to Gideon's Bible. Wow, that's amazing, huh? Isn't that, it tells, it's, it's exactly what we need to know. That's amazing, huh? Yeah, and when you think, see, growing up, I remember traveling, and there would be Gideon's Bible that's right. and hotels, and if you wanted to, you could take them. Right. Oh, I didn't know you could take them. Yep, you could. And I don't know whether they're still put up in... in Some of them, not all. Right? Yeah, but that is just... It, 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 it works from point A all the way through to, to Z. I mean, it has it, it, has it all. And, and that's what we have to remember, that um, it contains the mind of God. Amen. And it is the way of salvation. And its histories are true. And its precepts are binding. All the things that it's said in here is is. is is what we experience. And what's so sad is those that um, have some fear of, of walking that path and opening up mm-hmm. that book. Because Why? We, Why would we have fear? I don't, don't get it. Do you understand that? I, I don't get it either. I guess, you know, I think sometimes people have that fear of failure. Yeah. And they don't want to try it because they fear that they won't, they won't make the cut. That they won't. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When you're in scripture, it what it does is it builds you up. It it gives you that that ability to see that God is merciful and loving, and that He is going to carry you as far as He can, as long as you're open and willing to take those steps. And it's it's transforming. Scripture is totally transforming, and it sets you on fire. It changes your life. It uh, it's just sometimes it's hard to describe. 
but it's 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 something that it once you start you can't stop mm-hmm. you know you're kind of on that that fast track of i need i want more i want more i want more and i think that a reflection in the church today and in parishes and people that have done the bible study all over right that the the priests the deacons and people with parishes have seen the fruits of it and I think that's important because at first people, you know, were kind of suspicious. And mm-hmm. certainly we didn't want our, our mm-hmm. dear priest to feel like they weren't doing their job. They can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So the Bible study is usually a great asset to any parish that, that has it. Or any of the other ones that are, you know, the great adventures, another one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. People are now looking for ways to be in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And it's... And, of course, YouTube, I mean, social media, uh, you know, how many places are we finding things every single day that has to do with Scripture and what That's we right. should be doing? That's right. Um, I sent you an article today about... Um, the importance of continuous Catholic learning. And that's, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about being in the Word. And we're talking about, you know, ways through parishes to, to have these things available. And I think that's... People don't understand Catholic social teaching or right. things going on in the world unless they've got a grip on this. Mm-hmm. And people just... Um, I think that... Uh, the way that communication is done, it's in little snippets and social media and everything, which is great. But I think there's nothing better than than picking up scripture. Right, jumping in. And reading it. You know, the liturgy of the hours. Um, you know, just the readings for the day. Magnificat, you know, the meditations each day. I mean, if you keep putting yourself... In a prayer situation where where you're you're opening up that door mm-hmm. to for the Lord to work in you for you with you, however, you're really going to grow. And you know some of the fruits that have come from this for me personally, you know, when adoration started mm-hmm. at Christ the King, I was what's right adoration? What you specify? Adoration is where. You spend an hour, is what they ask for, with Jesus, and he is present, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the host. And I can't tell you how special that hour is. And um, I know with, with my work schedule, you know, if someone calls and says, you know, can you do this at 5 o'clock on Tuesday, I'll say I have an appointment. Can we mm-hmm. do it after 6? Right. You know, you can. People are so afraid that they can't do it. I mean, if it's something imperative, sure, I, yeah. you know, I won't be able to go. Yeah. But I think it's been over, I don't know, has it has the chapel been there for 20 years or something? However long it's been there, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. And you know, in Scripture, what does it tell us? Can you not spend one, one hour? hour? That's all he's asking. And those That's are right. these hours where, you know, you, you, you're face-to-face with, with Jesus. I mean, you know, you talk about being in the right place at the right time, that's it. You know, those are those moments. And, and honestly, um, Pope Benedict XVI, this is in 2009, he was giving a talk 
on Advent, and he, he challenged people to think of two things every day, to point those out, that the Lord has done for you, where he's connected with you. And I thought that was so interesting because mm -hmm. when you go to adoration, when you're in Bible study, when you do many other things, conferences, right. when you're involved in retreats, in, yeah, yeah, the charismatic gathering, which this talk is going to be given, um, you start noticing those things. Mm -hmm. You know that he's active. You know he's present. You know that all prayers are answered in his time and in his way. Amen. And we certainly realize that he writes with straight with crooked lines. Mm -hmm. You know, we can put into perspective, you know, kind of how God works. And that's such a relief because if we left it upon ourselves, we would always be disappointed because we wouldn't understand. Right. And scripture allows us to understand that. So, I, you know, I have to thank you for... for <laughs> beginning the road. I mean, if it wasn't for your lectures, if it wasn't for the Bible study, where would I be at this well, point in time? I what, don't know. Thank, let's thank the Holy Spirit that inspires and equips and points us in the right direction. <laughs> you know? Yeah, really. It's it's utterly amazing. And, and I know that, that um, we really feel like we belong. We're associated with a community of believers. Mm-hmm. And that we're to build each other up, and that you know that is that is something that again Scripture calls us to do. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what what I'm seeing in others. I'm just in awe of going through the Encounter School and seeing how how people are praying with people for healing, how they're getting words of knowledge. Um, we have two amazing stories. We have two more minutes. Why don't you tell people what the Encounter School is? Well, the the Encounter School is really it's it's <laughs> it's based all on Scripture, but it's it's calling us to go out and to uh, really use the the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Actually, that we're to, we're to you know we're to pray that we are equipped through baptism to be able to lay hands. And if you read some of the books that we've been given and and places prayer prayer meetings that we've gone to where healings have occurred, which I can tell you from personal experience, I have had something happen to me where it was cured, that it works. Yeah. We're being called out to do that and to pray with people. And um, a lot of people need prayers for inner healing. We all need that. Yeah. This is just a calling. We are, we are, we are called on mission. Vatican II told us that. And we're just... We're just trying to do what the Lord is telling us to do mm -hmm. and allowing him to equip us because it doesn't depend on us. It depends on us being open Amen. and to learn and to go out on the street with it. Amen. Yeah. Well, and Mary Lou, this is beautiful. I, I'm glad you got to rehearse your talk. <laughs> this uh, is a rough rehearsal, but... Yeah, that's good. Um, just to sum it all up, go, go to the scriptures. Devotion to scripture is a beautiful thing. Um especially entering the season of Lent, whenever you might be hearing this, you will never fail if you go to the Word of God, if you go to the Scripture, because then we will never be able to say, what does the Lord have for us, or what does the Lord want from us, <laughs> or what does the Lord say about this or about that, because it's all there. You know, God definitely has never hidden the ball in every subject, right? So we would invite you all 
out there to um, to make this learning the Word of God perhaps one of the aims of this Lent and beyond. Um, figure it out, you know. Go either you can go to our website to cwbs.org or you can go to other websites and kind of figure out what the best program is for you. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm.